Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, the Mug, your co-host, the Pope, and the Modler is with us as well. And of course, we take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor. But instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2023 AFL and NRL season. I'll get that right, Pope. NRL. I think I said NFL last week. But it's a big welcome back to the program, to the Pope. Well, if you did say NFL last week, Mug, that's not what the people remember from that show. How's the week been? Has uh, Sky News got in contact with you just to get a little bit of a viewpoint about, about the actually, future going forward? Didn't um, didn't actually get a lot of feedback. I was expecting a little bit of feedback, but um, I think there was one gentleman that um, was was uh, pretty adamant that we should just stick to football and betting and uh, and not not go into those areas. So. Um, Point taken. Uh, we'll uh, we'll try and steer away from that sort of stuff in the future. I think, uh, Pope. Oh, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it, Mug. I, I think my favourite bit was when he <laughs> that he killed eight hundred people. That might have been my favourite bit of the editorial. <laughs> it's a big welcome back to the program <laughs> to the modler. Oh, it's good to be back. Um, yeah, I'd say if me going on a mid-season spell brings out Mug's soapbox again, I might have to uh, put in a few more. Trips up north. Um, it was yeah, quality quality listening last week. And uh, Modler, where you've uh, what is it, furlough or a bit of time away, a bit of a reset? Um, how how was the time away? Yeah, it was good. It was good. I think um, folks mentioned in the past, you know, you don't take Ferrari out of the garage every week. So it was in my case, it was probably just uh, keeping the keeping the jalopy <laughs> parked in the garage. But um, yeah, good good to sort of have a have a yeah a reset in the middle of the season. It can as we all know, get a bit of a grind once you're doing the same thing week in, week out. So it was good to um yeah, get a bit of a bit of a refresh. And um yeah, I was completely off grid as I think as you guys mentioned, my laptop uh blew up. I think it was the old Tahitian voltage. Didn't quite agree with the laptop. So um yeah, it was yeah, completely off grid and, and uh yeah it was it was yeah all the better for it I think. Good to come back and um yeah hit the ground running. So you see so- uh, no- I used the Nathan Moore analogy, Mug, and without without the mother here, we went for six hundred, didn't we? Too, we we were struggling. We, we were the equivalent of Australian attack last week. Yes, old old Mano a Mano last week, Mother. That was just uh, just the Pope and I. Stats man's on a little uh, I don't know what it's a little mini break as well. I suppose Pope he's he's taken a spell, uh, so hopefully we'll get him back a- again uh, soon. So no betting for you, Modler, the last couple of weeks. Did you just have to um, shut up shop there for a couple of weeks, or yeah, the first two weeks I, I shut up shop and then um, took delivery of the laptop on Friday and quickly updated the model, so I could get a <laughs> I could get a bit of a, a few down on the on the weekend, which uh, yeah yeah. Was uh yeah well well needed I think. Well, I think that would have went well because uh, your Knights uh, modeler um, performed quite well against the uh, against the market. So uh, and I think you had a liking to them, uh, from what I could see on the group chat. And of course, uh, Pope had a liking to them also. And uh, and I guess we better reflect on that Pope as well because mate, I think it was another bonanza uh, for you on the weekend. Uh, do you want to run through your set? Um, yeah, I did short of Bonanza, I think, Mug, but I was five and three at the line last week. I, I was tipping every game, which, as as you know, is a little bit taxing to sort of keep track of. Um, 
Mug, but four, five and three if you're happy with the overview. The um, started well. The first three games of the round were all winners. Then it sort of went a little bit off the skids. Um, at the Gold Coast on Sunday afternoon, on Saturday afternoon, I like the Gold Coast, and they got they got rolled by the Roosters. Um, and then I'll sort of just touch on the other games quickly. Mug, um, I like Parramatta, and they didn't quite get there on Saturday night. And on Sunday, uh, probably made the day beat section, but like like Canterbury at the plus twenty six and a half, and and they somehow found two tries in the last six minutes, which doesn't sound like much, but if you saw the way they were playing, mug that was quite the feat. And then finished uh, well wide of the mark. I'd, I said Sharks minus twenty three and a half was about the number, and they they were down thirty nil at one point, and mm. um, it was one of the more remarkable games. They were very close to coming back and win that, but. Um, as far as Benny goes, wasn't there. So five and three for me from the tips last week, Mug. Mate, I still think uh, five out of eight. Um, I'd be taking that uh, type of performance uh, any day of the week, uh, Pope. Still a very solid round for yourself on the back of two really solid rounds prior. So, mate, going going really well. Um, for myself in the AFL, it was the three bets uh, that I was putting up. I was quite keen on Port Adelaide at two and a half, Pope, and um, – and that just snuck in in the end, you know, probably could have flipped either way uh, in the last sort of minute, minute and a half. Um, thankfully, Pies, um, you know, were just more interested in playing a bit of a stoppage game in the end. And um, and we got the chocolates there. Um, Sydney Pope quite liked Sydney um, with uh, Darcy. And they, they, they did that pretty comfortably in the end. And then... Uh, Rossi Lyons' reign uh, didn't hurt, but um, but we were on the under in the St Kilda North game, and I I don't think they managed much more than 120 points uh, over there in that game, so that was a pretty comfortable watch. So um, you might have been a bit nervous watching Port Adelaide Collingwood, but I think the other two were a fairly uh, comfortable watch, uh, which hopefully the listeners got involved in. And of course, with our charity bets, Pope, and um, and for those that are new. Uh, to our charity bets. We did it at the back end of last year, the last sort of 10, 12 weeks of the year last year. And we've, we've started up again uh, this year. We basically take $100 and uh, we bet $100 on the AFL and $100 on the NRL on a on, on different uh, things that we like for the particular week. Uh, this is real money, um, real bets in real accounts. And, um, and Pope, on the weekend, we like Titans head-to-head, um, we like Newcastle Knights. We like the Saints under and the Port two and a half. So we banked another eighty four dollars from our two hundred dollars uh, wagered, and um, and so far year to date we've um, wagered eight hundred dollars for a profit of five hundred and twenty five dollars, um, which is a pretty uh, pretty healthy uh, percentage uh, there that we're going at at the moment. So. Can we maintain that pot? <laughs> That's going to be pretty tough uh, by the uh, by the end of the year. But um, but we'll continue to do our best, and we uh, will be handing over any profits that we've made um, to Pass It On Clothing, um, who's a, um, a close connection with TopSport.com.au, and um, and they provide uh, clothing and um, and basically help out. Uh, some of the crew in Sydney that are doing it a bit tough. So I think it's a pretty uh, well, it's pretty worthy uh, organization that the guys are, um, that we're supporting up there anyway. So, uh, so yeah, 525 so far up for passing on clothing. So be sure at the end of the program listeners uh, to tune into our charity bets. If you maybe just want to have a couple of bets for the weekend, then they might be a couple of ones to tune into. Um, 
Pope, we better just have a quick look back. Did you see any bad beats? Yeah, I did, uh, Mug. A couple related to totals, actually, in last week's NRL game. Um, Canberra Warriors, or Warriors for Canberra on Friday night, so 20 to 10, looked like a pretty innocuous ending to that game. 39 and a half was about the total. There was a bit of weather around, so it jumped around, but let's say 39 and a half. 20 to 10, uh, you feel pretty comfortable if you bat the unders on the basis of the weather. Well, Canberra found two tries in the last 60 second, 67 seconds of regular time uh, to get that total to 40 somehow. Just two tries out of nothing. And I think if you're Raiders, um, they had two bites of the cherry too. They got to 20 all. Had a chance to win a regular time, and then they had extra time. So probably a bit of a bad beat from the Raiders as well, even though they were down for most of the game. They, they had two chances to win it late. And the other one is that Newcastle v Melbourne game mug. Uh, 45 and a half was the total there. It was at 42 points after 52 minutes, and then uh, the no, no vacancy sign went up. Only a penalty goal the rest of the game. So I think seven tries in the first 52, then nothing. You're, you're pretty hard done by if you've, if you've gone the overs in that game. Oh, that's a horrible watch, isn't it? If you're if you're on that, you're thinking 52 minutes in, you're thinking surely, surely there's another try left in this one. Uh, not to be. Okay. I think over in the AFL, Pope, it was the two head-to-head results uh, that probably stand out. Um, I think the Hawks at the start of the fourth quarter were trading at $1.06. Um, there was definitely not too long after that. It was definitely dollar, you know, dollar ten, dollar twelve, dollar thirteen around that mark, um, as well. And uh, they found a way to get done uh, late in the game, and um, and probably the port head to head. I think there was there's probably a couple of goals at three quarter time. You know, Port had been led. I think from they they had that lead going into the third. You know, that third quarter lead, and uh, you're probably thinking they they're going to come over the top, but um. And on top of that, the expected score, Modler, I think it was about five goals in the end. Yeah. So, so how Collingwood kicked their goals, you you could make a case that Port were, uh, even though you could always sense it was coming, <laughs> the way uh, Collingwood finish out games, but you could probably feel a little bit stiff uh, for uh, missing that one anyway. So I think they were the bad beats. Um, boys, we've got a full set uh, to get through tonight in AFL and NRL. Uh, Pope, we've got the modeler back, uh, which we're really excited to rub up some of our ideas against what the model's actually spitting out. Are you ready to talk some games? Let's let's do it, Mug and Modler. Oh, Jesus, it's good to say that again, I must say. Good to have you back. Uh, Friday night, and we've got, we've got a good one, don't we, to um, kick off the round. We've got traditional rivals Collingwood uh, v Carlson at the G, Modler. Collingwood are 17.5-point favourites, $1.34. Carlton are $3.10. With the top of my head, I'm going to say Carlton's coming in off a five-match winning streak, and Collingwood, obviously, the best team in the comp as it stands. Yeah, I've, uh, it's going to be a cracking game, obviously, for starters. Um, just looking at some ins and outs. So the Blues lose Walsh and Silvani. Uh, looks like they get Cripps and, and uh, Chera back the other way. Austin Elliott is a good chance for the Pies. Um, yeah, and with all that said and done, I actually have no play on this one. I've got this one right on the market. So I might uh, defer to Mug here. Yeah, probably at the opener, uh, Pope, 14 and a half. Um, with those stocks due to come back in, I was actually quite keen on Carlton. 
Uh, just thinking that there's a, a bit of a player shift there coming back. Um, Chera and Cripps uh, owe his dirt and overriding Walsh uh, to sort of, you know, uh, pump that play up a little bit. But um, but I guess I'm a little bit nervous now. There's talk about Cripps and uh, and Chera uh, potentially not even getting to the line. And, um, and I think something's happened there uh, in the last sort of hour or so because that number's, uh, yeah, I think you mentioned 17 and a half, Pope. Yeah, so yeah, that, that number has moved from 14 and a half to 17 and a half uh, probably in the last four or five hours. So something has happened there, which makes me think that um, probably Chera uh, is at risk. I think if it was Crips, that, that might have even moved a little bit more. Um, so I'm a little bit off my knitting uh, at the moment, Pope, on that one, to be honest. Um, I, I sent that one out to the to the subscribers that I thought that that 14 might be a uh, a good number, but I'm, I'm starting to be a bit concerned about that because uh, I feel like we could be on the wrong side of it due to the player movement not occurring. Yeah, something, something seems like it's up with that game, mm. Mug. Um, Saturday afternoon, and we go to GMHBA. Geelong are 43.5-point favourites against... Frio, they're $1.07, and the Dockers, $7.75. Pope, before teams, I'm at 45. I think Frio are going to get a couple back, so maybe that trims that number up slightly. Um, But in saying that, you know, we were just talking off air, you know, I think when the messaging starts coming out from a club that, oh, Darcy's done for the year and that Fife's done for the year, I really worry about the message that that sends to the team. And, uh, and Freer are a bit down and out at the moment. And there's probably a team that you don't want to be feeling bad about yourself um, when you go down to play at 145 on a sunny Saturday afternoon. Um, and that's Geelong down at the Cattery. Um, probably the most horrendous trip in football for a Freo team. And, um, mate, I, I don't really like normally putting up these big numbers, but I can smell a bit of blood in the water here, Pope. I, I think this could be an absolute belting. Um, so I'm I'm going to take it on here, Pope. I'm going to take the 43 and a half on. Uh, whether you want to, looks like it's starting to skip out a little bit now, the market, like it looks like the models are down in the, in the 30s. So the listeners will sort of have to decide, do they, do they hang on or, you know, is there enough evidence that the market's starting to skip away already? Um, I've got some clams down myself on the 43. Um, I, I get the sense that that might just keep going. Um, but, yeah, I think we could see a massacre here, Pope. Makes a bit of sense. Mugle, I saw Freo at the G fortnight ago, and the, the elements in that game, they look like they might be giving up. So I can understand where you're coming from. How do you see it, Mother? Yeah, again, no, uh, going to be no play for me here. There's a few likely ends for either side, um, probably more so at the shallow end of the talent pool. So, yeah, it doesn't look like we're going to have a bit at this stage. I'll, I'll leave this one alone as well. Uh, Mug, I'll go to you first here because it is your favourite ground in the country at Mars Stadium in Ballarat. And the Western Bulldogs v GWS, Dogs are 10.5-point favourites, $1.55, and the Giants, $2.40. Opened up at eight and a half, Pope. I had a I had a slight lean uh, to the dogs at at that number, and um and I've I've given them a little tickle uh, at head to head um when we were at the the better number, um starting to uh, I guess push past my number now at eleven and a half. Um, so 
Look, I, I couldn't be coming in on the dogs as, as it stands. Um, GWS, you know, their backline, I think it's been, you know, well, it's starting to be well documented now. Their backline is performing as good as any. And um, and the dogs' forward line at times uh, can battle a little bit. You know, they really rely on, I, I feel, the brilliance of their midfield to uh, to sort of carry them over week after week. Um, look, I think the dogs win, Pope. Um, couldn't be coming in at the number now. Um, let's let's wait and see what that market does. I, I might even, if it gets a bit silly, I'm, I might even find myself with the GWS back the other way. Wait and see from Mug. Uh, Modlo, just conservative start from you so far upon your return. Can you find a bet here? No, I'm going to uh, sit out of this one as well. I've got GWS close to the market. I've got them 245, but... Um, Again, with no significant play movement, it doesn't look like uh, I'll be playing into this one either. I'll take you up to your part of the world, Mother. We know you like it up in the northern states, so this might whet the appetite a little bit. We're on the Gold Coast on Saturday afternoon, and the Suns are 20 and a half point outsiders against the Lions. Dollar 29, Brisbane, 3.45, the Gold Coast Suns. Yeah, I'm actually going to have to play here. Uh, so... Brisbane obviously lose Ashcroft. Um, no significant movement for Gold Coast. Um, and with that said and done, I've got Gold Coast right on $3 here. So uh, that's enough for a play for me at the three forty five. And, yeah, as, as you mentioned, I'd probably be more keen on the 20 and a half than the three forty five. But But, um, yeah, liking Gold Coast. Like it. Good to have you back, uh, Mother. Mug, what do you see, the pineapple punch or... Whatever name, what did you name the Derby earlier in the year? You had some sort of the the, pineapple, the pineapple grapple. Pineapple grapple. Yeah. How, how you seen the grapple? I'm with the modeler. I think the number's too big, Pope. I was uh I'm down at like 13. Um, so I, I've got quite a big lean to the Suns here. I, I'm I'm nervous about it because you know, I think we've spoken about, you know, Statsman's spoken about it quite a bit, you know, the second half of the year suns and uh, they tend to fade out a little bit. And um, is there hope? Is there motivation at the suns? I don't know. Brisbane are going pretty good. Um, so I'm a bit nervous that I actually like them that much. Um, I was actually thinking before the broadcast or pod- before, before the broadcast, before the podcast that, um, Maybe the play here might be the halftime line, Pope. Um, that that could be something to think about for the listeners. Look, I, my number says the Suns. I've got to be with the Suns. Makes a fair bit of sense, uh, Mug, and good to see alignment too. Uh, well, early, fairly early on in the round. Uh, Ashcroft, can he still win the Rising Star? He's effectively missed six games, really, because I, I, yeah. uh, he didn't really have an impact in the game on the weekend. He's going to miss another five. Um, so six games out of the season. What's that? You know, 20, 20, 20, 20 um, 25% of the season, pretty much. Um, I don't know, Modler. What do you reckon? Yeah, it'd be, yeah. I think also, too, Pope, you know, you, you, you've spoken about it a million times. You talk about recency bias. Well, you know, it's hard for him to, you know, people forget pretty quickly how good he was in the in the first part of the year when he's missing for five, six weeks. So I think that sort of does probably impact it, especially if the other two go well. You know, if Owens and uh, and the Sheasel finish the year strong, well, I think you know what happens. Yeah. Yeah, I, that makes a fair bit of sense. Uh, Saturday night at Marvel Mug and the Bombers, wheels might be falling off a little bit. That's um, 
forget where they're, where they're based now, so I'll just move on. But they're $2.10, 3.5 point outsiders, and the Swans are $1.70. Top sport market mover of the week. Uh, so opened up at two and a half the other way around, Pope, and in some quarters, five and a half. So um, in some quarters, Pope, we've seen a uh, an eight, uh, you know, an eight point swing here. Um, so I was with the Swans early. Uh, I was I was one of the ones on board the Swans. My number is three point Swans before teams. And um, so I was quite keen on that early, but um, but obviously we're sort of we're we're back at market now, so not recommending anything now. But I, you know, I definitely liked the early number for the Swans and, and sent that to the subscribers. No, I send them well early as usual. Mug uh, Modler, can you find anything here? I can. Yeah, I would have liked some of that early uh, Swans number, but I've still got a play on them. I've got them uh, at this stage at a dollar fifty. So into that dollar wow. seventy, that's uh, still enough for a. A decent edge for me, so I will be on the Swans this week. As you're warming into your work, Mother, I'll give you the showdown. Um, the showdown gives enough who's playing, and Port are 16.5 point favourites, still 42, Crows, $2.80. Yeah, a little bit of play movement here. So um, Rioli is out. He he um, had his two games reduced to one, but he'll still miss this game. Uh, Rankin and Murray miss for the Crows. They might get Led back though, but uh, that's it done. I've still like the power here. I've got them at dollar thirty-two, uh, so into the dollar forty-two, or probably more so into the minus. Uh, I'm happy to be on port, and you know, Flair for whatever reason doesn't get up. There's a bit of upside there for me as well. Can you concur, Mug? No, I can't. I'm uh, uh, opposed uh, here. My number before teams, Pope. I, I was down at six, so I, I've got a fair. Ooh. Yeah, I've got a fair gap on on the uh, on the market now. That number probably has to come up a little bit just based on those ins and outs. Murray's been a really important player. Um, Rankin's probably been a little bit off his tucker, but um, but has still been a good player over the course of the year. Um, maybe Willie and, and Rankin on, on recent form sort of cancel each other out a little bit. I, I thought Willie was fantastic on the weekend, actually. He, he didn't have that many touches, but, geez, he did some important things. Um, so he's he's such a vital player, I think, for uh, for Port. Um, but, uh, yeah, all, all said and done, Pope. I, I mean, if, if, if you're really twisting my arm on a bet here, um, you know, I'm happy to be on the 16 and a half. Yeah, there's... Yeah, question without notice, Mike. Is that number impacted by Ben Showdown? What does that bring yeah. it closer than what you would have there rating? It's not something that I, um, you know, I factor into my numbers. You know, I just do my numbers as per normal, as per normal. But I think, um, yeah, sort of gut gut feel. You do sort of sort of think, you know, it's going to be close. Uh, you know, you, you sort of have that sort of feeling. You know, Showdown close. So when I've got a, a number you know, a separation like that, I'm probably a bit more keen um, to, to pull the trigger. And um, and the other thing that probably uh, influences me there a little bit, Pope, and I know I've spoken about this many times, is the amount of emotional energy that Port Adelaide would have utilised in the build-up to that Pies game. Uh, I just felt, felt like Port Adelaide really, even from the week before when they rested all of those players, they brought all those players back, they built it up all week in the media. They they walked the talk. You know, I really felt as though they bought that pressure. It's hard to do it again. You know, it's like you sort of build yourself up for this big moment. Can you then just go and, manuf- you know, after all that air goes out of the balloon and you're sitting in your bed on Saturday night and you get up on Sunday and you go to training on Monday and Tuesday, 
have you got that same energy and enthusiasm for this game this weekend as what you had last weekend? And I, I think the answer is is no. You know, I don't think they can bring that heat uh, to that level again. So that goes into my thinking a little bit too. Yeah, mouth mouthwater and clash all said and done uh, as well, Mug. Uh, Sunday afternoon we go to and, and Marvel. Hopefully they close the roof in line with due process. Otherwise, Ross. Uh, won't be too happy at all. Uh, but Ross's team is four and a half point favourites here. Mug, they're a sixty nine. The Saints and the Hawks are two dollars twelve. Hope if I'm betting here, um, I know the Saints have been pretty poor, uh, but um, I, I'm, I'm with the Saints. Like I, I know the Hawks are improving um, and they're showing signs, but I just think that number. You know, there's a fair gap between the Saints and the Hawks on the ladder and the amount of wins that they've had for the season. And I, and I know, you know, form, you can stack up the North Melbourne game. Hawthorne beats them by 40. Saints just fall across the line and you say, well, that beats that. So, therefore, that should beat that. And, you know, um, but I'm not sure that math always adds up, Pope. And, um, yeah, my number, I, I've got the Saints before teams, eight points and... I just think they deserve to be a stronger favourite than what they are and was happy with the two and a half, could still bet the four and a half um, on with the Saints. Yep, healthy edge by the sounds what you have there, Mark. Uh, Modler, new laptop, can you still find the Hawks? No, I can't actually. I'm closer to the Saints uh, than the Hawks in this game. I've got them at Um They'll lose a uh, hill. Uh, looks like they're going to get memory back. Um but not enough for me to push them over the lines, make them a bet. But, um, yeah, we'll just wait and see with the teams on that one, I think. Yep, shoulder arms uh, for the model there. Uh, I'll stick with you here at the marquee clash on Sunday, model And Tigers in a little bit of a purple patch, I think you'd have to say. They're 11.5 point outsiders and the Demons, who were fairly impressive last week. They're $1.49, Tigers $2.55 head-to-head. Yeah, this was a real uh, one of those rare sort of head scratches for me where I run the numbers and make sure everything's working properly. But it is. I've actually got the Tigers decent favourites here. I've got them at dollar eighty. So into favorites. that two, that's yeah. favourites. Yeah, into that two fifty five. Uh, that's a pretty big bet for me. It's sort of yeah, getting on the on the cusp of you know the biggest edges that I tend to see throughout the year. So uh, yeah, really liking the Tigers. Looked at the ins and outs, you know, twice, and it yeah, it all looks like it adds up. So. Um, yeah, going with Richmond this week. Can you? I doubt you've got that big edge, mug. But can you find the targets? It's uh, it's here. I think Modler was even a bit nervous about his own number when he uh, he, he sent his set through uh, before the podcast, and um, and it was interesting because I, I was a bit worried about my number as well. I've got Melbourne a one point favourite. So uh, that ties into the modelers number really nicely. And, um, you know, not obviously don't, you know, I'm, you know, against the Tigers a little bit, but, you know, I'm probably running at a, you know, 192, 195 sort of style price, um, which is a long way from market. So the mother and I are actually very strongly aligned here, Pope. And um, yeah, it opened up around about 15 and a half, um, but I still think the the 12 and a half, you know, is still really, really bettable. And um, yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're on the Tiger train here. Yeah, but I, I don't know if we've had a line quite like that, have we? That I don't think so. I don't, extent, yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure the both of us have ever been so aligned on a, on a big 
uh, gap against the market. So, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I think uh, all of us and the listeners will be tuning in Sunday afternoon once this podcast, get, podcast gets released, mugged. Um, usual course of business, West Coast to finish the round, takes the air out of the balloon, but we do have a single figure line for once. Mark, four and a half, Kangaroos, $1.70, they're four and a half point favourites, and the Eagles, uh, $2.10, which is unusual for them. It basically opened at uh, pick two, Pope, and um, I mean, I I, I had, I had uh, North as a seven point favourite, but I still couldn't pull the trigger. Like, I, it's just, you know, like <laughs> hard. I just felt it so unnatural backing North Melbourne and, uh, as a you know, as a as a pick or you know, slight fave, um, so couldn't do it. Um, maybe I should have. Yeah, I think the market's jumping out now a little bit, getting closer to that number. No betting for me, Pope. Uh, absolutely no interest in betting it. No interest in watching it. Um, hard pass for me. Uh Mother, uh, I don't think too many of us will be tuning into this game. This, if ever the NRL ratings might get a boost, it's from this game in itself. But can you find a bet? Uh, I can, yeah. I've got um, north of a dollar fifty-three, so a decent edge into that dollar seventy, with a few caveats though. So I've got Simkin in, but he's got a clear uh, concussion protocols, uh, and I've taken Shuey out for West Coast, but it's not um, definite that he does miss. Uh, McGovern comes in. And there's a chance that Yo and Barras come in as well. I haven't plugged them in either, though. So that dollar fifty three is with sort of those players uh, as I've got them. But if you know if Shuey stays in and Yo comes in and Simkin misses, then um, it's not going to be a bet for me. As it stands, it's a bet. But uh, personally, I might wait for Thursday night to see who actually gets named. Right, fellas, strong finish. I'll give it a little bit of an overview of the key games and. Feel free to add any colour you'd like to around that. So chronologically, uh, Mug, I think you like the Cats to put a bit of a number on the Dockers at GMHBA on Saturday afternoon. We align on the Suns in uh, Pineapple Grapple on Saturday evening. Uh, we're pretty heavily opposed in the showdown. Mug, you like the Crows and Mother, you're keen on Port. Big alignment, maybe the biggest alignment in the history of this show on the Tigers on Sunday afternoon against the Demons. And more than you're keen on the kangaroos on the final game of the round on Sunday. Um, feel free to add anything to that model that you'd like. Uh, I think the only one you, I don't think you mentioned was the Swans. I'm keen on as well. It's true. And uh, for myself, uh, Pope Market Watch on GWS. Let's just see if that number gets a bit silly because uh, it's starting to sort of skip out a little bit now. And um, and Saints, I could still back the Saints at the at the four and a half, Pope. So happy to put the Saints up as well. Good set, fellas. We sort of found our way into it. A few no bets early, but uh, we came home really strong in the end. So looking forward to Sunday afternoon, Tigers v Demons. Very good, Pope. Thank you for steering us uh, through the AFL section. Let's get over and talk. Uh, your great game round 22 we're up to now pope and uh and just so you know boys all of these prices coming to you from topsport.com.au um they've been in the caper for over 30 years and uh, and the one thing i would say about topsport they're one of the fair best and fairest uh, i think we could call them um modler um you know th- they know the game they're punters at heart themselves uh, terrific customer service and um 
and it's a simple business. Uh, you win, they pay, and um, and obviously vice versa. If uh, if you lose and you do your dough, well, you, you do you do your dough. But but they're a great uh, bunch to uh, to deal with and bet with, and um, you can really trust what's happening at topsport.com.au. So get over there and uh, and bet with those guys. Um, Pope, first game. So we go to the Thursday night. It's the big free kick from the AFL to the NRL. And um, and we'll be all tuning wise. AFL fans will be tuning into this one. I know I will be. Brisbane Broncos are uh, hosting uh the Roosters. $1.37, the Bronx. The Roosters um came back and got it done. They're 310, eight and a half the line. Geez, I think I know where I want to be. Uh, but Pope, where's your money going here? Yeah, just to rub salt in the wound, we're at an AFL venue too here, Mug, at the Gabba on wow. Thursday night. So yep. um, I'm a little bit surprised I've, I've landed here, but I'm on Brisbane here. I've got this number at double figures, so I can get this to 10, which, as I say, they're missing a couple. So I was a bit surprised I was that punchy. Um, but minus 10, um, that's a fairly healthy edge from eight and a half that's sort of training towards the Roosters. So I'm on the Broncos here. And uh, are we due Walsh back yet, Pope? Is he? Yeah, he played last week and was oh. he was a late. He played. That's really right, well, actually. So. Yeah, I, that's right. I do. I do remember watching him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So he's uh, he's obviously back. Yep. Okay, that's good. Modler, do we line up? No, I'm going to sit this one out. I've got the Roosters right on the market at three dollars ten. So um, yeah, no play for me in this one. Okay. All right. Short and sweet there from the modeler. Um, first game Friday night, and we're uh, we've got the Wests uh, here in Tamworth, Pope. I think by the looks of this one, um, and uh, they're hosting the Rabbits. Um, Eight fifty the Wests, a dollar oh seven the Rabbits, and nineteen and a half that line. Pope, can we find one here? I can't, Margot. I'll move through this pretty quick. I've got number twenty one with the trill in. He was a laid out last week, so this is probably dependent on whether whether he plays. You could you can make a strong case at nine and a half, attractive if he's in. But um, I'm pretty close to it at a big number, so steering clear of this one, mug. Yeah, understand that. And uh, Modler, what about yourself? Uh, yeah, on paper I've got West a, a decent play here at five thirty, but I'm just I think it might be. I think you guys mentioned it. In the last week or two, where you get to this stage of the season where teams sort of put the queue in the rack, um, so it's it's sort of hard for me to recommend a bet on West. Um, it, I guess it depends on your, your risk appetite. If, you, if you're really keen to have a bet, then then I'm recommending yeah West at the price. But um, yeah, personally, I, I probably will see this one out and just just uh, see how it plays out. Bit of upside if Latrell doesn't end up uh, suiting up um, for being on West, but yeah, that's it's. Yeah, a bit of a tough one for me at the moment. And Pope, what is wrong with Luttrell? Because he's missed a lot of footy now. Yeah, it's there it was. I think it was a car for a hammy locket. There's a few rumours around that he wanted no part of Origin being in the camp, so that sort of forced him to sit out that whole period. But um, yeah, it mustn't be right because you sort of six rounds to go. He needs to get his sea legs a little bit before finals. So it's seemingly one of those one that. Uh, lower lower limb injuries that linger mug. Yeah, it's a bit of a Clayton Oliver style uh, soft, <laughs> soft tissue uh, injury uh, <laughs> injury there. Maybe just just on Latrell Pope. You know, like yeah. I don't know the game of rugby league uh, that well, um, and I know he's an elite mover for his size. But does he carry weight 
is he fit? Like, is he is is he is he as fit as he should be uh, at an elite level? I I, I wouldn't have thought. I wouldn't have thought like it. Um, he looks a bit yeah, soft I, in the body, if I'm honest. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be someone who knows uh, the physical the physical dimensions better than me who'll argue that body shape. Um, everyone's got different body shape and that play part, and you can still be an elite athlete despite he might look aesthetically, but. Um, he all, for the position he plays, he, he always looks to be lumbering around a little bit and carrying a bit more than maybe he needs to. But mm-hmm. um, I'm sure there'll be dietitians at the Rabbitohs who vehemently argue with me there, Monk. Yeah, I think it might be one of those things that you tend to get away with earlier in your career when you're a bit younger. But when all of a sudden you start getting these uh, soft tissue injuries, uh, he might have to relook at uh, what he does there. But uh, anyway, we'll move on. Friday night, Melbourne Storm, uh, our storm, uh, back in home territory, and they're facing the Eels. They've jumped back into short price favoritism here, Modler. A dollar forty-five the Storm, two seventy-five the Eels, and we're talking six and a half. Um, can we find a bet, Modler? No, no, I can't actually. Um, yeah, Belliac swung the axe somewhat. He's, he's dumped all arm, but they're missing Nelson as well. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, I think Paris looking okay, uh, play movement wise. But yeah, no, no play for me here. I've got Storm at dollar fifty five, so not quite enough for me to have a bet. Hope can we get with our Storm? Yeah, we can. Uh, they're, they're becoming a team that you, you need to find the week to catch them a bit. They're, they're pretty inconsistent this year, Mug. But I've got this at, at minus eight, pushing in that direction. Um, Parramatta conversely to the points that Modler outlined, they're missing a few as well. So um, I think that has a pretty big impact on them and a bit, bit of bounce back um, at home. I'd get this a bit bigger. So it, it's a little bit similar to Roosters game a few weeks ago. I think the upside is with the uh, Storm here, um, Mug. Uh, worth touching on, this is at, this is actually at Marvel too, not at Amy. Oh, okay. Uh, on a, yeah. On the website, we've got Amy here. Yeah, yeah, um, that's an error. It's, this is at Marvel too. So not quite the home ground advantage, but I can still get Storm bigger than the last six and a half. And um, should we be betting now, Pope? Or I see topsport.com.au is at $1.95 for the six and a half, which maybe suggests that's not the right side and there could be a you know a half a, sh- you know, a shift of half or something like that. Um, is, is it the right time to bet now or should we wait? Or what do you think? Uh, I reckon this might go even lower. Mark, I think this could get 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 to the six. Like, um, as you'd be aware, like that six, six and a half, five and a half, big swing. But I, I could see this getting to flat six at top sports. So I'd hold off a little bit. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's uh, let's perhaps wait for the jump on that one. Okay. Um, Pope, we haven't mentioned this term for a little while, but I've noticed that you've started to be with the Raiders. Um, so let's talk about your milk. Uh, the Canberra Raiders here, a dollar sixty-five versus the Modelers Knights at two twenty-five, three and a half the line. Um, Pope, your milk versus the Modelers Knights. Who do you want to be with? I want to. I want to be with the Green Machine. It, it is a sneaky good game, actually. Like Knights are in um, red hot form. You'd have to say in recent times they're playing really, really well in Canberra. Um, they made. They didn't lose any friends over in New Zealand on Friday night. So, uh, good game. I can get this a bit bigger. Um, this is sort of almost a home ground advantage number at three and a half. 
Um, I've got raised a better team than Newcastle, so I've got these probably five and a half. They were good. They they hung in there Friday night against a good team of Warriors. So um, I think they'll bounce back here with a win, and as a result, I think they covered three and a half. So we're with the milk modeler. Can you get with the milk, or are you with your knights? No, I'm sticking uh, parochial. I'm going with the knights again, probably for the 15th week in a row. But um, yeah, they're, they're doing well enough to to cover most weeks. So I've got them. I've got the actual favourites, dollar eighty five. So into that two twenty five. Uh, yeah, big big edge for me, and and um, yeah, actually looking yeah, enjoying watching them at the moment, which uh, which makes a big difference. <laughs> Uh, very good, mate. So, uh, so the boys opposed there. So, uh, so diametrically opposed. Okay, so uh, we'll keep an eye on that one. Uh, next game, Modler, we'll go to you first. Where it's at. So, is this like regional round or something, Pope? We've got quite a few um, different stadiums and different venues from from what we normally have. Yeah, uh, I didn't. I didn't really pick that up till sort of looking in pre-production, Mark. But there's probably some elements of Soccer World Cup about it as well that are taking it to these venues. Um, I don't think it's designated. I think it's more circumstantial. Okay. Uh, Wynn Stadium, Wollongong, St. George, Illawarra, getting down to the old Illawarra heartland. Uh, $2.80 here at home. And uh, Manly Seagulls, whoa, what a turn up by the Eagles on the weekend. Six and a half the line, $1.44 the Eagles. Um, Pope, where do we go from here? Points. Over 45 and a half, we'll take the bet here. I, I don't know. I'll make this pretty much a flat, uh, flat six, but uh, as Mother touched on in conversation, like have Dragons given up or not, I don't know. And, and Manly have been really good without Turbo, actually. Like They've shown up each week, but there's always an element without him, are they due a bad one? So I probably want to steer clear of the game itself, but 45 and a half um, on a good day in Wollongong, I'm happy to be on the overs there. And uh, excellent, Pope. And and I think I might have said you first, Modler, but we've ended up with you second. Um, but um, but but uh, but what's your uh, what's your thoughts here? Sorry, Modler, I was very passionate. <laughs> no, no, no. About I was very passionate <laughs> about the total Pope, points. I think but... I said Modler, I think I said Modler first, and then I ended up coming to you, Pope. Uh, so uh, <laughs> so Modler, uh, what's your thoughts? Yeah, as, as Pope alluded to, it's it's hard to know with uh, St George sort of where they're at here. I've got to play on them at. at uh, in this one, I've got them at two thirty, so into that two eighty or so. It's 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 an edge for me. Um, they do play well at home. Um, I've got you know their home ground advantage, one of the higher ones, uh, you know, in the league, especially when you sort of narrow it down to Sydney-based teams. Um, yeah, and um, uh, having said that, they haven't won a game away from home all year, so that's probably uh, yeah speaks to a, a bit as well, but. Um, I'll, I'll probably be happy enough to throw up a bit at St. George on this one. Uh, yeah, um, more so on the line than the head-to-head, but, um, yeah, I'll go with the Dragons. Okay. All right. Thank you, Modler. So Modler's with the Dragons there and Pope is with the over. Uh, we go to uh, the Saturday night game and the AFL could maybe learn something from this standalone Saturday night game in the NRL. Um, and I don't think the NRL have any crossover anytime, any weekend. So, geez, uh, take note, AFL. Um, we've got Penrith uh, uh, hosting a Cronulla Sharks here, Pope. $1.13 uh, Penrith. 
16 and a half the line and the woeful sharks from the weekend, $6 and uh, yeah, that dollar 85, 16 and a half back the other way. Uh, Pope, how do you see this one? Mark, this is going to be one of the rare occasions I'm going against my numbers here. I can't get this to 16 and a half um, based on the numbers, but there's an element of, I don't really trust my sharks rating here. And just having a look at the sharks team, like there's a couple of players there who, Probably on first grade scene at the moment. Penrith is starting to hum. Second game back for Cleary. I'm on the minus 16 and a half here. I think um, if it starts to go their way, the upside is all with Penrith. So give me the minus 16 and a half and, and probably take even a bigger number than that. So a bit of a bit of a gut feel, maybe similar to how I was feeling about Geelong in uh, in that game. Uh, Pope on the big number. Okay, so Pope's with the with the Panthers there to to, to run up a score. Um, Modler, how do you see it? Yeah, uh, with prices, I've got a decent play on the Sharks here. I've got them 420. I think I've still got Nico as either the best or the second best player in the league at the moment. So that accounts for a lot of, uh, you know, that that play there. Um, I'm, you know, they're, they're still sort of comfortably in the eight. I'm, I'm happy uh, to to be involved uh, at that price. What was the line that you mentioned there, Mark? 16 and a 16. half. Um, Modler at the dollar eighty five. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. Obviously, at that price point, definitely more invested on the line than the head to head. But um, uh, still, keen to have a have a bit of a play at that six dollars. But um, yeah, we'll have a look at the sharks and, this week. And and Modler, so statistically, you're rating uh, Hines, you know, in the best couple of players in the league. Um, does that sort of fit in with the eye test you feel and his influence on games that you see? Like, do you, do you think that he he is that player, even though the model rates him that? Yeah, he's probably. Uh, He's, I mean, yeah, the Sharks haven't been good lately. He's probably uh, had a couple of off games as well. But I think um, sort of overall, yeah, I'd, I'd still rate him, you know, very well up there, yeah. Yeah. Pope, what's your feeling on Hines? How's he going? I think it's pretty good analysis for him. I, I think his confidence has gone through the floor since getting dropped from Origin. I think there's been a, a pretty strong relationship since him getting um, relegated following game one. He's... Mm. Um, trying too hard initially, and now he's just playing poorly. Yeah, he's he's not playing well at all, and that's heavily impacting that team. Um, he, he's a talisman, and, and they've suffered greatly off the back of his form, which I think is driven by the lack of confidence he's currently got. Yeah, okay, that's uh, that's interesting. Um, all right, uh, the Sunday games, boys. Uh, the Dogs are hosting uh, the Dolphins, and. The dogs here two thirty, and uh, the dolphins a dollar sixty two and three and a half. Uh, that line, I don't think we've seen a balanced line. I know we got one coming up in the next game, but we still got the dollar ninety five for the bulldogs and a dollar eighty five for the dolphins. Um, Modler, what say you? Yeah, slight edge on the bulldogs here. I've got them at two thirteen, so probably into that two thirty enough for a for a half stake. I'd say for me. Um, I think this one's up in Bundaberg, is it? So, yeah, another regional game. Um, so, again, probably a bit of a hard – obviously, Dolphins would have home ground advantage, if anything, here, but it's sort of hard to gauge an exact uh, amount given it's kind of regional Queensland. Um, I, I do have home ground advantage to the Dolphins, but, um, yeah, still with that said, I, I, yeah, I'll have a half stake on, on the Bulldogs here. Yeah, so I beg my pardon. I said the dogs at home. Um, it's the dogs' home game, but um, in Queensland, uh, as Modlo rightly suggests, Pope, you'd have to suggest there's a home ground advantage here to the Dolphins. Um, how do you see this one? Yeah, I, I don't know what to make of this game, uh, Margot. 
my numbers say dolphins, but I don't I don't love it. Like dogs have been dogs have been horrendous. So they're, they're conceding they're, they're conceding on average thirty eight points a game through the last five. Like it's it's extraordinary. Dolphins have sort of hit a flat spot. They've had a couple of results go their way. I, I don't know what to make of this game. Like, the total has some attraction for me at 49 and a half. These um, dogs leak, dolphins score, and, and a little bit of vice versa. So there's some interest there, but um, it is a punchy number. So for the most part, I probably want to see it, stay away from it. Okay. And are we betting on that over Pope, or is that a half stake, or where, where, where are you at with that one? Yeah, the half stake mainly for a bit of interest at 2 o'clock on Sunday. Half stake overs at 49 and a half. Okay, all right. Thank you for that one, Pope. And uh, and to round us out, and all Queensland, we feel like we're having these all Queensland clashes uh, every second week. Uh, and I guess that's because half the bloody <laughs> it just feels like half, <laughs> half the teams are from Queensland these days. Um, Gold Coast Titans, uh, the top sport Titans, uh, back at their home ground, I think, um, and uh, and they're hosting the North Queensland Cowboys. So three hundred five, the Titans, one thirty five here, the Cowboys, eight and a half, the line. Where do we sit, Modler? Yeah, not quite going to have a play here. I've got Gold Coast uh, at three fifteen, so into that three hundred five, not quite enough uh, for me to have an edge. I'll um, yeah, I'll sit this one out. And for yourself, to finish us off, Pope, can you find a bet? Yeah, all at the Tots here. Mug, I've got this about plus six. Jeremiah Nanai is a big out for Cowboys, I think. Oh, that, that forward pack without him in the back row doesn't quite look as potent to me. Um, I'll give Titans a bit of a mulligan for Saturday. They are an up-and-down team. I haven't bothered the Roosters, but um, prior to that, I thought they had an okay month, so I'm happy to forgive and forget. And I think eight and a half, um, I'm interested in it. And I'll come back at $3.05 here on Sunday. Okay, fantastic, Pope. So uh, so that's a good way to finish us off. So let's get back and uh, recap uh, some of that. Pope, can you go back and just take us through your set? Yep, I like Brisbane at minus eight and a half on th- Thursday nights. I'll see clear of Tigers and Rabbits. I like the Storm at minus eight at Marvel on Friday evening. Raiders are like in the nation's capital on Saturday at the minus three and a half. Dragons Manly, I'll back the over 45 and a half. Panthers on with at minus six and a half. And look at the alternates there too, up to probably potentially 30 if you want a price. And Dogs, Dolphins, just a small half stake on the over 49 and a half. Finish with Titans, plus eight and a half. And, and also get on at $3.05 head to head. Nice, Pope. Okay, so uh, plenty of uh, action uh, from you again yeah. this week, which is great. And um, from yourself, Mother, where did we end up? Uh, yeah, to start with, Tigers, I've uh, got uh, an edge on, but I guess it depends on how you see them uh, motivation-wise, whether you want to have a bet or not. Yep. Um, Knights, I've got a big edge on. I've got them favourites into the 225. Uh, St. George, uh, favourites at home. Oh, no, favorites, sorry, 230. I rate into the 280. Um, Cronulla, I like at the price and a half stake on the Bulldogs. And a half on the Bulldogs. Okay. All right. So uh, a decent set from yourself uh, there as well. All right, boys. Well, um, Pope, I think you said last week that you might go away and do a little bit of homework on some of our futures positions. Um, We didn't check pre-production, but have you done your homework? I have. I've got uh, two bets for the listeners, Mug. 
first one is South Sydney Rabbitohs to make the top four. I've got them. I've got them with their run home finishing in the four, and they're four dollars right now at topsport.com.au to make top four. So I think that's that's a bet. Um, don't be distorted by the ladder. There's all sorts of artificial factors driving that with buyers. So Rabbitohs to make the four, healthy run home. They should win at least five of their last six. And that will get them in. The other one is Warriors to make the grand final at $6. So they're, they're $11 to win the comp. And I've got them potentially getting top two, which gets them two home finals if they get if they get there. Um, to go that, I don't think the math's quite add up, Mark. If they're $11 to win the comp, I don't, I don't think the $6 make grand final makes much sense for two home finals. And you, you probably, they're, they're going to be outsiders against. Um, probably a couple of those teams. So I think there's a bit of an edge there at the $6. So I like that bet. Love it, Pope. And uh, terrific work from yourself there. And, and thank you for uh, for getting to those ones. All right, boys. Well, it's uh, getting to that point uh, and time of the show where we need to come up with um, some charity bets. So we've just spoken freshly about the NRL there. So let's stay here for the moment. Um, I'm just looking down the sheet now to see if I can see any consensus from you boys. I don't think I do. So um, how do we want to play? Tricky. We've got, we've got not, we don't have anything at all. There. You're, you're, really... you're opposed uh, in Raiders and the Knights, so that's probably not a, not a great one. Um, Modler Panthers, you're I oh know so you're opposed on the Panthers and the Sharks, so that probably maybe cancels that one out. Um, you're oh. you're standalone on uh St. George there, Modler, and you're on the overs, uh, Pope, obviously standalone. I was going to say, should we split the bets in that game so we're all we're in the same game, but um. I don't think you had a view, uh, Modler. How how do you feel about Melbourne Storm and the Brizzy one? Uh, yeah, I'm not real close to having a bet on either either um, either of those uh, matches. I'm, I'm more uh, close to having a bet on the Roosters than anything there. So yeah, okay. how about, how about like, with with Modler's view on Dragons? Yep. Do we want to go fifty the plus on Dragons? And I'm quite have, happy to have fifty plus on Titan. Uh, fifty at the Titans plus. All right, so 50 at the plus uh, for St. George um, and 50 at the eight and a half uh, for the Titans. We we, we happy there? Yeah. Okay, and then over to the AFL uh, modeler. So I think we probably had strong alignment um, on Richmond. So I think we probably need to be there. Um, And just... uh, Maybe do we, uh, need, do we need to be anywhere else? Yeah, well, may, maybe should should we look for like a seventy-five line and a twenty-five head-to-head or something like that, Modler? How do you feel about that? Yeah, the, that sounds good to me. On yeah. the Richmond game. All right, let's uh, let's roll with that. So seventy-five on the line, twenty-five on the head-to-head, and we're all in on the Tiger train. So uh, so let's uh, let's go with that. All right, boys. Well, that's uh, that's really good. Good chat tonight about all things AFL betting, all things NRL betting, and uh, and of course we've rounded out with our charity bets. We've said it a few times. Pope also gave us a couple of nuggets there on the uh, 
on the futures as well. I think we've said it a few times tonight, Pope. It's great to have the modeler back, and uh, it, it's been wonderful to uh, to see him and hear his angles tonight. So, modeler, could you do the honours and could you sign us off? Certainly. Gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win. <laughs>